0: This is Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple Computer. Welcome to the Boot and Reboot Podcast with Sean Montgomery and William Sellers. This podcast is sponsored by the Louisiana Technology Park, home to Louisiana entrepreneurs. And welcome to the Boot and Reboot Show for January 23rd, 2008. This is the Boot and Reboot Podcast, number 58.
1: I like that, number 58. That's not
0: bad. Not bad. And to anybody who wants to know, we're, we're doing this over Skype. So the podcast may be a little different quality, but we hope still the same quality that you normally hear on our weekly show. Well, I
1: played back the test one that we just did, and it... uh it sounded actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean I I actually like using Skype. Um, a lot of other podcasters that we know and, and and admire use it uh with some pretty good success. I know um, a lot if not all the Twit podcasts are um I don't know where Skype. You hey, how are they not. recording it? Well, Leo has a little bit more of elaborate um Setup than we do. He actually runs everything into a mixer, and then he does what's called an n minus one or take. I forget what he calls it, but anyway, it's basically where he's running things into a mixer, cleaning up the audio a little bit, and then recording it direct to disk. So he's taking the input from Skype, multiple inputs from Skype, running them into his mixer, doing some like compressor limiter stuff, and then dumping it to disk. So he's got a little bit more complex. setup, but uh, I don't think anything too much more complex than we're doing
1: here. Uh, I'm using the, I bought the full version of, actually there's a professional version, even above what we're using now, Pamela Call Recorder, uh-huh. and uh, so it removes the 15 minute limit, and it uh, it also lets you turn off the, this call is being recorded <laughs> message.
0: Uh, now, are we using that version? Not the professional Oh, so how are we going to do this in 15-minute interval? This, this one
1: doesn't. This one lets you record unlimited. The professional lets you do some other things. That I don't know. I don't think we need to do. Okay. But
0: All right. Well, Plus, um... Plus, I get
1: to do things like this. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, man. Okay. you <laughs> save the day on Apple's forums. That's...
0: You know, it's it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, um, I love hearing people go, you know, that fixed, uh, basically what happened is there's a, uh, we'll talk a little bit about this right now, I guess. So, um, new version of the iPhone software came out, uh, firmware 1.1.3, and along with that came um, a new version of iTunes, iTunes 7.6. Um major major thing that came out with that version of iTunes was the ability to record and manage um on demand video rentals of movies from iTunes. Uh all that's good and all, but basically there was an issue with um how the iPhone and the computer talk to each other and how they sync uh contacts, specifically from the Microsoft Outlook program. So I had a couple of customers
1: I gotta do that
0: <laughs> all right all right so so let me finish i had you know I had a couple of customers that we 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 work with and they were just having major problems and um, I definitely think that it's you know it's been a little it's been a little bit of a struggle with the iPhone, but um we had an issue where the thinking just didn't happen anymore the contacts going from outlook to the iphone Kapush. push push and um is the kapush so um you know i started digging around and i started looking at other postings and other people who had this problems and kind of putting some things together and found one guy who had a direction where he said uh you know just 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 go back to a previous version and so i took that information and went and wrote up a little nice article and put a little bit more information into it about what files you need to remove and whatnot and presented it in a nice way and posted it up on the web and apparently it's, it's helped a few people and some people tell that they're pretty happy about you it. You saved so. the day. Now, here's my issue Good with thing. the whole thing. Uh, not,
1: What's your issue? You go first. No, you.
0: Well, I have an issue too. But go ahead. My, my issue is, and I hate saying this, I really do hate saying this, but man, <laughs> Apple support sucked on this issue. I mean, totally sucked. Because I had problems where, you know, um, they really didn't know what to do. They ran through a few canned things that looked like had been to solve a solution that was, you know, months old. Not necessarily the problem I was having. And uh, I was like, you know, hey, get me to someone who can help me. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I mean, I love Apple and I love, you know, that they do, you do get to talk to a person pretty you know, you don't have to wait in line for very long to talk to a person, at least the, the experiences I've had. And Well, um,
1: I mean, here's here's my way. issue is that both of the installations we work with on a daily basis, they had the same issue, right? So it, so it was 100% for the right. two we've seen. Well, and then you've I'm seen cool. a bunch of people on the web having the same problem. So, A, did they even really mm-hmm. – how how thoroughly did they test the release – Well, that is
0: what one of the guys who I was working with said. He was all pissed because he's like, you know, I love Apple, but, man, that QA. It, I know, and, but this is not the product. first time not. this has happened.
1: I mean, it, like, with the other updates, it always seems to have some sort of quirk. It, I agree with the guy. I mean, I think their QA for for the updates on the iPhone is definitely below par.
0: Yeah, I, I used to really think, say, you know, I would always come to Apple's offense in the past about saying, oh, well, you know, you can't test everything, and there's going to be things that get under the wire, and there's going to be, you know, there's going to be issues. However, Apple having such, I think have Apple having the resources to have people who are in an exchange environment, people who run Windows, people who run Parallels, people who run whatever, that they should do at least some testing. Now, I do agree that Apple does try and get things out a heck of a lot um, faster than normal, you know, I've seen normal people publish fixes and whatnot, not fixes, but necessarily new revs of software, new firmware and stuff. You know, they really do keep up with kind of demand for what people want. However, you know, with that comes the responsibility of, hey, let's keep, make sure that what we do put out Well, I mean, I think, um, I think they're getting, they're definitely getting pushed
1: because ever since they were cracked or unlocked, I should say, people, people have seen, wow, you know, this is what I can do. Why can't I do this with it, you know, with a regular one? You know, so they're, 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 I think they're trying to push these releases so that they can turn on alternate functionality as quickly as possible before people really get sidetracked and saying, Hey man, you're not unlocking it. You're not doing the cool things with it. You know, we've seen what it can do. Give it to us.
0: Yeah. Well, I definitely think that there's a lot going on that, you know, hopefully... You know, my big thing is for the business users, let's get ActiveSync, something like ActiveSync working. And one thing that happened this Monday, latest, greatest breaking news Monday, is uh AT&T now is offering the iPhone as a business phone. So people who have, um, you know, a business... Or a corporate can now have a corporate account and include the iPhone as part of a corporate fleet service. So you know, not that I'm saying it's it's. Not, I will. I really will maintain. The
1: no, or even a Windows mobile device.
0: Okay. Or even a Windows mobile device for for a lot of reasons. It's not a true. I will say that it's not a true, fully fledged business phone that works with every corporate email system. Now, is is it a very cool phone? Absolutely. Is it kind of maybe the future with things may be going? I think so. Um, you know, I love having this for me, for what I use the phone for, it is just the most it's an incredible device. I mean I use it for my iPod. I rarely use my old iPod anymore.
1: It is. Um, uh, I agree. It is truly a convergent email, device, but it is not business. I mean, because like go down the Black Blackberry path or the Windows Mobile path, and you know everything business related that I do—email, calendar, contacts, task, all of that, all of that stuff, notes, all of that stuff—that is inside my mailbox—is automatically wirelessly synced.
0: hmm Right. Right. And and you know for me if if say for instance I didn't work at a company that had a corporate email system, okay, and I just had email, I had my contacts, I had my calendar entries, I had notes, I had tasks, and so on. Really, the iPhone in, in a non-corporate environment works extremely well. For instance, like in my personal life, because I like to keep those two separate. You know what I do for a job and what I have. You know what I do in my private life. Really, the iPhone handles all that. I, I sync my calendar, okay I sync my um, contacts I handle you know my notes and stuff I jot down. so for me, outside of the corporate business i e Microsoft exchange world, which I will say it is an exchange world when it comes to corporate email systems. Um, the iPhone works great. The iPhone works okay for some people who just need email now. I will say, uh, the iPhone is pretty reliable connecting to an Exchange server for email. Just to pull down email, just to do simple IMAP pushes and pulls. You know, uh, when it comes to wireless syncing of calendars and contacts, yeah, but, it can be. A but you know what? But like like you're saying, for a home we, user or even seen. a power
1: user, uh you know, I think it's fine. And here's one of the main reasons why: you have no one else. Looking at your personal calendar other than you. So, you know, the, so if you update an entry when you're sitting at your desktop, it's going to be synced to the iPhone because presumably you're there and it's cradled, right? And if you're, and if you're out and about and you make a change to your calendar, well, you're with your calendar. So you know the change and, you know, your machine doesn't need to know it at home until you cradle it again because you don't have an administrative assistant or secretary, if you will, or or other people in your office that are constantly going into your calendar or looking at your calendar or making appointments for you or doing anything like that?
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, now, my wife and I do share a calendar because we um, – but it, it's all dependent on syncing. So, for instance, my wife and I have a, um, a WebDAV, uh, Web Distributed Authoring and Versioning uh, Calendar that's out on the Internet, and both of our computers – can connect to that you know that those calendars and we can make changes and updates and so on and so forth but to get those sync to the iPhone we have to you know we have to dock we have to actually come home connect the computer to the internet take our phone plug it in and get a get a sync which for what we do the two people in okay. this organization Yeah, Wilco, it works extremely well because I'm using iCal, I'm not using Exchange, I'm not using um, any type of mappy, I'm just using iCal. It's very simple, but very effective, okay? Now, if I was in a large environment where I had someone who was, you know, putting a lot of, you know, doing a lot of changes, and there was a lot of, you know, if you were in an Exchange environment, uh, that's that's the only way I can say it. If you were in an environment where you were in a corporate work group, you know, It would be – the iPhone, I think, would be a little tough to get working. Now, I will say this. I really think that the future of the iPhone is bright. Um, (laughs) You know, the iPhone's been out, what, how long? For some reason, I would have expected you to say
1: that the future of iPhone is bright.
0: No, but it's true, though. I mean, I, I really think that, you know, we've gotten this far with the device, and the device has gotten this much exposure. I really don't think Apple's going to say, you know what, no, we're not going to do, you know, and especially when AT&T came out as this phone being a business-capable phone or a fleet phone. I really, really think, and I, and I hope, I don't know, but I hope that Apple does work out some kind of agreement that'll let this phone inter- well, operate well with an exchange environment or better. Now, I will say that, um, how, what was I going to say? I think the phone, hardware-wise, is totally capable of doing whatever it needs to. I don't think there's any limitation in the hardware of the it's, phone that would limitless. keep it from doing ActiveSync or doing something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's limitless, but I think I think the you know I hear hold up I hear hold up my Motorola Q smartphone, and I hold up the iPhone, and I think the iPhone has definitely got more oomph and more you know capabilities than than this Q. Okay. The only limitation is, hey, well, you're not, not an thing. But in your fiasco coming, over the
1: last few days of dealing with this problem, I tell you my other issue that I had with the whole thing is that the fix was apparently out there. You found it in one of the forums and then you expanded upon it to further refine it. And you would have thought someone right. would have figured that out. And then once they figured that out, it was com- blasted through the entire support system at at apple
0: well what should have what should have really yeah what should have really happened was this gets you know during the few days prior to me working on it someone should have said wait a second maybe this version that we put out is bad let's go back and that's not a very hard Technical leap to make it's like Wait a
1: minute this doesn't no work. but I don't think they. Think do I, I, do once you pull it, I mean you, you know. know as well as I do once you pull that trigger And go to 7.6 they can't go back But what they could do is they could Have informed all of the support Engineers through a, you know an think email Or something saying here's the fix If somebody's having this problem Here is the quick fix have them downgrade To this level And you, oh, yeah, And that goes I, along I, the, totally line the lines that, of or you or Saying the, on, the support has sucked th- You know and I would have thought you know, somebody figured this out a few days ago, and I, I don't know. I would have thought that by now the Apple support would have been fully versed into what it took to do it.
0: Um. Yes, I agree. I really think that um, they should have been better capable of answering the calls as they come in. I really think that they should have issued a oh, they will uh, patch, oh, they will you know, or a software update. I mean. I mean, no, but I mean, you know, when? I mean, you know, I haven't seen anything come across. Nothing's come up on Mac rumors. Um You know, I think eventually they will have something that's going to go patch it. But I think there's enough people who've had this problem that it just can't be overlooked. I mean, maybe it can. Maybe Apple will say, eh, you know, uh, 10,000 people had this problem. Well, that may not be a drop in the bucket to in, in the global scheme of things. However, 10,000 pissed off people. Can generate millions of bad, you know, possibly, you know, bad, bad. um,
1: mm-hmm. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> anyway. All
1: right. Well, so here, here, talk? I'm going to talk about something things. real
0: quick.
1: Right. Talking about how, uh right. you know, while, while Apple may be hastily throwing out versions in order to stay on cutting edge. And you saying you've seen other companies be a little more slow. SP1 for Vista is, is Only slightly de- delayed They're saying it's still going to come out first quarter this year February 15th is what everybody's Betting it's going to be released um, I'm, I am anxious because as you know I am an avid that- Vista user I think it is Has some great qualities but I also think It sucks in a lot of ways And I'm looking forward to see if they actually Do anything significant mm-hmm. to try to fix Some of the problems that I have On a regular basis um, so I don't think they will, in all honesty. I think it's going to be a roll up S, you know, service pack, probably. And I don't think there's going to be anything significantly new or any yeah, kind of yeah. big changes. I hope I'm wrong. But, uh, I, I don't feel it's going to be that. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, I've got a machine, you know, we've talked about this before with not tons of RAM. It's got two gig of RAM. It's a pretty nice machine. And I don't know. It's like Vista does something different with memory management. And it just runs. Dog slow sometimes, and it's hitting the hard drive and it's doing all these things. And yeah. um I, I, you know, I, th- I I really believe they they monkeyed with the memory memory management in Vista to try to improve it, and I think they made it worse. I don't know how. Yeah.
0: Running <laughs> MemMaker. <laughs> Excellent. What is it? X X X, X RAM three eighty six. Hi Mem, yeah. What it was. Hi Mem. Hi Mem. Dot sys. I think, I think Windows actually still runs on oh. them. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I, I will tell this, and this is, I, I get a lot of calls on the radio show I do, um, <laughs> on 1150 AM radio, WJBO, <laughs> that, you know, people will have, people people will be really just dogging Vista, Vista's so bad. And I will tell people, I'm like, look, okay, you know, and they'll ask, I'll ask them, okay. Vista's running bad, clean install, you know, it's slow. All right, well, what machine are you running it on? Well, I'm running it on my old machine that used to run XP. And the first thing I'll ask him is, okay, how much RAM? And he'll say, it's a gig. And I'll say, well, you've got requirements, although I think Vista is posted it around 512. I said, you really should not even attempt to run Vista with less than two Uh-oh. gig.
1: uh I think he's using his cough button. Uh, see, we need. Well, we're, this is what this is an yes, advantage to doing it like this.
0: <laughs> I just sneezed. My head. Look, I I will always say there are advantages of doing a podcast like with Skype. Number one, we can do it at nine o'clock. We can do it at six o'clock, seven o'clock. Um, it's a little easier. We don't have necessarily. Yeah, the but we have this. You know that I'm looking across and seeing you. Sorry, man. I got it. Some sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes that's a good thing, Uh you know, um, now we'll say this, there's some software I need to look at that I think if you had a Mac, we can actually do iChat, and I could take our two cameras, put them together in an iChat conference, and then push that video to, um, so you saying I got to buy a to Mac,
1: me.
0: that would be cool,
1: Nah, Mac's not in my future, not, not anytime I think soon, so.
0: I think you need to buy a Mac,
1: well I actually have a Mac, that old. Eh,
0: well, oh well. <laughs> yeah, but not, not one that's going run anything.
1: I love that Mac that I have though. The Lamp Mac. I'll let you borrow my iBook. It has such a, it's still, to me, one of the best designed Macs. No with the base, and then, and then, and the, in the, the, just the screen mm-hmm. that you can move all, cause what I like about it is the screen is infinitely movable. Up, down, side, twist, tilt, all around. You can't do that with a new iMacs. Mm-hmm. They don't have that range of motion. No. I like that range of motion.
0: This is true. <laughs> this is true. So back, but back on Vista. <laughs> you know, I, I ran Vista, um, for about four weeks, about a month. Maybe not even that long, but. I, and I liked it. I mean, there were some things that I really liked. Like, I liked the widgets or gadgets or whatever they call them. Um, it did have a very Mac feel to, you know, to it, so I like that. Um, it's just my thing, and the only real reason I had issues is I didn't like running, um, one of our applications didn't quite work quite well on it, and, um, I didn't want to bother with tweaking it or making it work. I wanted to go back to something that was fully supported, um, but, yeah, I will tell people, you know, for Vista to run well, I really think you have to have the latest, greatest processor. You need to have the biggest video card you can afford. I think Vista is much more uh resource-intensive or resource-dependent than XP. XP is a rock-solid operating system that runs well on, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of
1: stuff. Anyway. I don't know. Like I said, I, <laughs> so I think my, I think so they monkeyed with the memory management in Vista and screwed it up because I don't do anything fancy on my desktop. You know, I do work. Now, granted, I do – and in the, I guess this is what's pushed me to think they mm-hmm. they monkeyed with the memory management and made it worse is the fact that I open and have a lot of simultaneous things running. You know, I'll, I'll have email open with 10 yeah. emails or more open at any given time. I'll have several Excel spreadsheets. I'll have a Word document. I'll have a document management application open. I'll have, you know, <laughs> and I'll have, I'll have, Man, uh, you know, a virtual center client for VMware. You know, I'll have YouTube? multiple things open. I'll have Java running in one of my browser sessions. <laughs> Nothing can handle that. Well,
0: you're the, you're the problem then, not Vista. <laughs> Slow down. You need to have a damn thing. But, I, but you know what? I don't Religion remember
1: having issues doing from all from that. in. Uh... Now, the problem I used to have at XP is that it would get to a point where it would just no. stop. You couldn't do anything more. Like, I, it wouldn't let me open another email. It wouldn't let me – and I guess Vista does let me do it. It just slows to a crawl. I guess that's the difference now that I think about it. I, I, XP at some point in time would just say, I, you've got to close something because I'm not opening up anything else. <laughs> Until you close something, yeah, but Vista I yeah. guess doesn't do that. Vista just keeps taking it but that's a and good then thing. It, it but it makes the experience miserable,
0: yeah, yeah, now,
1: I have seen it once or twice. you
0: have watched Boston Legal? It's not bad, it's William Shatner that's and the I other guy. It. I watched it last night. I love it. I might have to what's buy his it. name i think I think I think you can get it on iTunes.
1: Yo, know, you're hot for Candace Bergen. It's
0: it's got a bunch of people I like. It's got Bergen. Is that Bergen. why you watch it? Oh, oh she's yeah.
1: <laughs> James Spader, that's yeah. the guy I'm thinking
0: of. No, actually, I watched it the other night with a buddy of mine. It's got James Spader. It's got the guy from Night Court. Moose. Um, what's his name? Moose. Bill dead, didn't he? No, not Moose. The guy, the lawyer, the. Oh, uh, yeah, Moose is dead. But the other guy, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, what's he's his, from his Louisiana,
0: name? New Orleans Bar. Oh,
1: what the heck is his name?
0: What is... I don't remember his name. Nike. He was on the no, court.
1: Bill, uh... Bill, the Bill hell is then? his name? Now you, you're driving me crazy now. Um...
0: So, well. anyway, he's in it... <laughs> Um and and Shatner and it's it's great. I love it. So Larkett. i I was just turned onto it last night and I watched it I'm like, I John Larricat. Now and, 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 <laughs> yet, Bill
1: Larkett. John it's all...
0: John Laracat?
1: <laughs> shit.
0: So so no one so talking about you know, Bill Shatner, Star Trek yeah. the segues into my next topic. Which actually it's really two topics, but very cool. Entrepreneur and Space Daredevil, Bert Rutan, is coming out with the fur unveiled this week. Come on, First, you took my
1: thing. That's item number four uh, on my list.
0: spacecraft. Oh, no, is it? It was actually Bert Rutan Bert, Bert. and what's his name? Um, <laughs> Sir Richard Branson. Branson Virgin Richard Galactic, Branson, baby. Sir Richard Branson. <laughs> yeah. So uh it looks cool. That I looked at some of the mock-ups. And uh, I think the idea is you basically fly you, you, up into space, just float around you a going? little bit, and you just fly down. See, that's the I way to do I it. I
1: think they do as you always wanted them to do. Hell I yeah. think they just back in. Lost. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, as I said, that's the way to do it. Now, if you like the, the Japanese, <laughs> you just come down on a paper airplane, which is which is quite a feat. Now, I think you told me about this earlier today. Yeah. But man, you gotta hand it to them Japs. And I mean that affectionately. They are basically taking a paper origami plane paper plane and tossing it off the uh space station, the um International Space Station, and they expect it to land on Earth without burning up. They say the plane can the paper can withstand temperatures so what exceeding three hundred 300 degree degrees Celsius.
1: That's pretty hot. It's, it's one, wait, come on, we can do it. It's 1.8 times 300. So, so it's 600 minus mm-hmm. 60, right? So, 540 plus 32, it's 572 degrees. I would have thought reentry would have been That's hotter than, but I maybe it doesn't build up enough speed to build that, up huh? enough heat. <laughs> Are they putting Japanese people yeah, actually small, in the small origami small plane?
0: Japanese inside the little origami <laughs> plane. No. i will tell you one thing, though. That's pretty cool. It'll actually reach, um... Uh, no. I think it's 15,000 miles per hour?
1: You think? Yeah. I don't think it'll go that fast. Um, I think it would burn up in it that fast. Because yeah. then, then that's generating enough speed for it to... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're...
0: Terminal velocity or your, whatever it is, your mass, mass to weight ratio, whatever. I don't know what you call it, but basically you would think it would, but, uh, I'll put links in the show notes. I'm gonna put some show notes up tonight. And, uh, it's pretty cool. A little plane, you yeah, have a picture of the plane, it just looks like a little, damn near a little origami plane. It's it an origami like version, the, version the, the, of the, the Spaceship One. Space, spaceship One plane. You see, you see, the Americans come out with something good and big, and what do the Japanese do? They come out yep. with something cheaper and smaller in two years. <laughs> just like the television. Oh, there like it the is. Television. I see it. I just
1: I searched for it. Check that. We, 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 come, yeah, out man, check
0: we that come out with RCA. We come out with RCA. They come out with Sony. Seven point eight inch plane.
1: It's just, yeah. They're treating it with chemicals yeah. to keep it from bursting into flames. Oh, that's
0: pretty cool looking. But now think about that. If they can do that, then what else can they do? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they can coat me in paper and drop me off. Look, it's
1: a paper wheel. You know,
0: I, I might make it. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'd have to have some padding or something. But, you know, think of all the stuff now that you do. You could use this to wrap spacecraft with. You could use this to do... You know, some type of insulation, perhaps? Holy cow. You're expecting this thing to reach a maximum speed of Mach 20. (laughs) That's 15,200 miles per hour. (laughs) And you didn't think I could do math. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's pretty slick looking. And what's cool is, is on the, on the, on the paper, there's a um, there's a little stamp that says please return we the We ought to just start to making
1: paper airplanes Japan Japan and sending it to them. We found this one. Is This it? What about this one? Is this it? <laughs> yeah. Launching it. When's he doing yeah. this? When's he launching this paper yeah. airplane?
0: I think they're launching. I don't think they have a date yet. Um.
1: Is it? I don't. Has been treated to withstand intense heat. Uh, it's,
0: yeah, they're testing it right now, and it's supposed to make it. To heck with those troublesome tiles. Next time, Um, let's um, use um, paper.
1: um, (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, now, hell, maybe that's the way to do it. Anyway, anyway, but hey, you could, you know, think about it. You could have the tiles, and you could have a paper underneath, and. You know, hey, this is just more one more thing you can do. But I'm really but interested. They've already in the got 200 people signed up because that actually looks pretty damn cool.
1: 200 grand. I did a little research on it. How not, much it costs? Not like I called them and said how much. Oh, that, it, it, but how much the it article I was reading, 200 grand, and they got 200 people already signed up to go. Now here's here's a scary quote that Branson said. Well, you know, it's going to be about as safe as flying was in the 20s. That's not real.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'd buy that. Well, I don't know. They had, they had. I don't know. When the twenties? When, when was the first flight? Know, when was it? Or the um, Wright brothers. When was that? What, what time period?
1: Let's see. First flight. Yeah, Let's see. When was Orville and time Wilbur, time Wilbur's okay. first flight?
0: 1912. I'll tell you one thing. Chew up I don't know. I think that's. Well well you know, in the twenties, I mean that's you know, yeah, I think that would be
1: That was you know, in the it, uh, nineteen war teens.
0: When was World War One? Was it in the teens? So so I mean think about it, you had uh planes in the first world war that were reliable. Not necessarily maybe um transatlantic, you know, passenger planes, but you had you had flight, you had modern flight. <laughs> I don't think it's ready for me to get on it yet. I, you, you, you won't get on a Southwest plane to, like
1: to go to Houston. San Francisco,
0: San Francisco <laughs> but... Well, no, that's, just, that's just crazy talk. Like I can drive to Houston quicker than I can fly to Houston. My thing is, my thing is, everywhere I want to go, that's cool, that's places I need to get to. I know, and I, I can't I, get to through.
1: And we've There's talked about this, and you like the little, little bitty and planes, and I'm telling through. you, the bigger plane is a much pleasure, more pleasurable experience. It's smoother. It's just everything.
0: Well, I will say, I will say this. I agree. Yes. The thing is, I can't get the places I want to go by any other means. I mean, I, I was watching this, you know, you know, I Justine. I forgot what her name is, but. I was watching her little blog, and she was bitching about the airways. And you know, you, you listen to people talk about their flying experiences. You know, like people that, that do podcasts will listen to. I'm like, man, I can't get to these people. Why? Why? I'm getting in my jeep. I just mule? So I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get it. Get to, Now, what I might do. Oh is yeah. Like Mr. Oh, T- all did, you gotta do is go to the doctor Mr. and say I'm
1: getting on a flight, and I'm scared to death. And a doctor will give you just about anything you ask for for that my wife every time we've gone to Europe or whatever my wife goes to the doctor and says you know I, I, we're going to be on the plane for 15 hours or 8 hours or however long and I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep he'll give her a handful of sleeping medith pain whatever you know and 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 send her on her I way had, and then I she had always had, gets well, to thing. the point where she's about to take one and then she gets scared and never takes them oh i made her take a I'm test, not test not run scared. one time like you know, getting <laughs> sick so, so, uh, before one of our it first long one. flights, like, like a couple of weeks before, I said, alright, take one of those. I want to see what it does to you. And, uh, and, it, oh, it made, it helped her sleep a little bit. Not, not mm-hmm. as much as she thought it would have. But then she claimed for like two days, uh, she had like a, a sleeping <laughs> pill hangover.
0: Yeah.
1: And she hated that. She felt, for two days, for two, two days she said she felt sluggish. Yeah,
0: well, that could be. Now, you know, now, you know, my wife and I had a crazy idea, and this is we were we were hanging out with Serge one night, and I was like, you know, what we need to do, let's take a Thursday off. And I told in the end that we're not doing that, but we take a Thursday off, and and take a and take a and take we'll take a Thursday Friday off, and take a Monday off of work, and we leave, we fly to London, take a trip to London to, to the UK. Go do something like just do a quick tour and then come if back. If you live, I you think can do that on a long weekend. it's. Now, I mean, you can, you can get cheap. You can get some pretty decent flights. I mean, I could stay at like just the most London. What's London? London time difference is going to be what? Seven hours.
1: And hey, just do it. Just just to do it. So. I think so. I yeah. mean, if if uh-huh. you're okay with basically getting a few hours of sleep. That first night, then you could do it.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I think what we're gonna do, um, probably in the summer, is we're gonna do a we're gonna do a San Francisco flight, just because 'cause I'm kind of a test run. Um, so we're gonna go like we'll, we'll take like a Thursday Friday off and leave Thursday. Um, go spend a day or so going around san francisco and then come back home and i think that would be a fun flight i don't think i would yeah you know, they have gone i don't gone know up. how much it would cost per se i think flights have gotten really expensive and you know um uh, we'll see i haven't really planned it out yet but we were like, yeah, let's see well, something crazy that's because we need our travel i want
1: to uh i want to go to vegas really travel enough. as uh i think southwest flies out of new orleans direct to vegas oh yeah um
0: Do you want to go to Vegas? Uh, both? Go gamble? You want to go, to gamble, you want to go to Vegas like during? But I, you
1: know, my wife and I want to go to Vegas just to wander around and okay. see Vegas. I mean, Vegas is supposed to be this just off awesome. You know, some of the resorts are just awesome. She doesn't really gamble. I'll go throw craps every now and then. I mean, we're not huge gamblers. Yeah. I'm not going to like park my butt at the poker table and play high stakes poker yeah. all weekend. Um,
0: Yeah, I have a friend. Of, I have a friend of mine that goes to Vegas once or I think he goes maybe once every couple of years. And um, they don't gamble. There's a couple, and they don't gamble at all. But they go like to he goes man. He, the guy tells me he goes man. We go to watch the shows and we um, you know have a nice hotel that's basically free. You know because you get these package deals and you know because they want you to spend money gambling. You know you don't have to gamble, but. You know they have all these special deals. He goes, man, you can really find. I think if you're willing to, to if you want to like, stay at one of the fancy places nowadays,
1: they're expensive still. But if you're willing to stay someplace like you know one of the right off the strip places mm. or one of the lesser names on the strip, I think you can still like like your buddy does get these great packages to where essentially the room almost costs nothing. Uh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I will say, I mean, there is an advantage. Well, I mean, like, that, that's one of the things I want to go is, but, you is you see
1: know. is, is, you know, the Bellagio and it the Venetian special. and all these new hotels they've built are just supposed to be just amazing places, you know. Uh, so I, I think you know, the majority of our time yeah. would be wandering around, just hopping from resort to resort, just checking the places out, you know.
0: Yeah. Well yeah, that's cool. So yeah, we need to, I need to start flying more. Uh, man, I mean, I came home today from work and um I don't know, I think I may have done something to my eye. It fe- it feels like I have a contact still in my eye. So I think I may have to Poke yourself my, in the eye ball. No?
1: Uh the I'm studious really will tomorrow.
0: Glasses tomorrow or well, I, I gotta get some new glasses, a new prescription. I don't even know. I don't even know what I have now. Are so old, they just look terrible. And I really, I, I really only wear them to drive. But I think what I'm gonna do. To, I, need to go, this, I need to go. I need to. I haven't been to the eye doctor in 20 is, years. Um, get me new of glasses. Well, I want to get these glasses that are basically they're they're frameless. So all you do is you have this like this little piece of um, it's kind of cool looking. It's actually like a little small piece of wire. <sighs> That connects up, and then there's like a post where your nose goes. I can't do that. And then it's just uh, glass. There's no. There's I can't. No and paint. My
1: glasses are too thick. Oh, I, I can
0: never cool.
1: get it. I could never yeah. get any of those fancy ones like that that it were, might, you know, oh, really? either were wire framed or anything. I'm. I got. I got Coke bottle glasses like you wouldn't believe.
0: Yeah, I, I think I can pull it off. Yeah. Mine aren't that Blind bad. Blind
1: it's bad. So. All right. So. We'll see. <laughs> so what
0: else? What other tech? What, other t- what Oh, other t- we, t- you want to get back yeah, on I Apple a, few, for a I second? A few more, but go ahead. And what the, you,
1: uh, it's medium.
0: Oh, boy. Is it good or bad?
1: So I was reading this article about how, and right. whether okay. it's Apple or Microsoft or any commercial operating system, there's always some sort of debugging utility that pops up when something crashes. Uh Right. Windows has a you know we all see this has experienced a problem That's Even, right. you know the later versions That's of right. windows have, say do you want to send this to Microsoft and it's it's it essentially behind the scenes it's a de- debugging utility that a programmer can use to go in and see what crashed what died where was it when it when it happened um, and apparently the debugging utility what is it DTool? tool it's in um in leopard yeah in leopard
0: it's an Apple? Well, I, I don't know. I've never really fooled with it. Um, I've never had a problem with, with Tiger. Well, but uh, they've... Never, I, I don't run Leopard at home, so I don't know. What, um, but Tiger, what they've done you just, you just
1: like is they've locked out the, the debugging, debugging tool, tool will pop up. so it doesn't work with iTunes or any other app within Apple that does anything with DRM-related files. So that... Because they don't want anybody being able to see anything under the covers. Oh,
0: really? Well, I guess
1: so, oh. if and when your iTunes crashes, it yeah, doesn't I mean, fire up or or it doesn't allow do, the though. normal debugging tools to work with it. It's all locked out. I found that quite interesting.
0: Yeah, because yeah, they don't want someone going, okay, now what is the debugging tool doing to get underneath the covers and perhaps look at, you know. Well, I guess, why would that need access to the D- – well, I don't know. I guess it would. Why, why well, it doesn't, say, why but it just gives – But I think DRM what what they're saying the is file, it would give
1: – You could give somebody an in an in into iTunes, and and then once in iTunes, you could use the iTunes logic to unlock. You know, any kind of debugging utility could give someone an insight into how to get into the code of the device or the 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 software, and then once you're in the code, then you can then you can use that software's.
0: Well. You know, I will say this. I agree, yeah, and, I mean, Apple is trying to do, I guess, what anybody would do is they're trying to protect, you know, their their their, their proprietary information. And really, man, you know, is there anything – you talk about DRM and you talk about all this stuff. You know, it's already been done already. Look, we can crack DVDs. You, people have already cracked the Apple DRM on iTunes. I think people have already cracked um, high-def DVD uh, encryption. I know HD DVDs already been decrypted. I don't know about Blu-ray. Oh yeah. So really, when it comes down to it, there's a way to do it, you know. And I mean, it's just it's just how easy or how hard is it? Do you want to make it for people? Like, I know that you can go off the shelf right now, take a computer, download a piece of software, you know, pretty much without having to know any special, you know, <laughs> talent, okay take a dvd put a you know store bought dvd in your dvd tray close it the application fires up and says hey would you like to rip this to your hard drive you click yes <laughs> and then you know you wait a couple hours and there's your the file you know handbrake? So, and and that's just it. You know, it's just huh yeah there's handbrake there is uh, there's one called mac the ripper not that i not that i use these applications but uh, Mac the Ripper. What Mac the Ripper does it just rips it off raw. It doesn't compress. Or anything. I tell you, I tell you, I, I I, I still do audio. use those yes. things. Direct and the,
1: but the only reason I use those things is to take something I own and get it into a more enjoyable format. For example, when we go on these trips that we go every year um, to Europe, and we're going to South America this year, and all, we're on the plane eight, nine, ten hours. You know, I rip a few of the DVDs. And put them on my laptop, so I don't have to worry about bringing the actual DVDs with me. It's it's a movie that I have, or it's you know it's it's something that I have already, you know.
0: Well, I will definitely say that you know I agree with you, and I've done the same thing. Now I forget the one you use for Windows. Is it which is the one you the the big one that was for Windows? I I don't I haven't used it in so long. Oh, phone. God, what was it? Yeah. The one that everyone was using to rip CDs with Windows, the one that's very What was that one? I can't remember. I was thinking CDX um, burner, or but that's, that's a burning
1: DVD software. Sh- not, I used DVD shrink uh, for a while.
0: Div- DVD shrink. That's it. That's it. DVD shrink. So, you know, you've got all these applications that pretty much are in consumers' hands that you really don't have to do any super secret stuff, you know, it's... You don't have to do no debug tool to get this stuff done. And Even the Apple DRM uh software, I think is 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 available on the internet. But now I tell you, you know, to come back to what you were saying about um having the format in an enjoyable you know, having the movie in an enjoyable format. I totally agree with you because man, and, and I you know, I almost bought the um, Family Guy Blue Harvest DVD. I'm not a real big fan of the um of, um, what is it, uh, not Adult Swim, but what's it called? Um, Family Guy. I'm not a big Family Guy fan, but that's a step in the right direction. I really think that when you go buy a DVD in the store, yeah, well, uh, it's yeah, well version, like my new it's Zoom. Your devices. Uh,
1: you yeah, know, I'm going to put a movie or two on my Zoom bring with me. Oh, I'm going to have to, yeah. I don't think there's any right. way of getting it from, right, from Zoom.net you know. to.
0: Yeah. Now, well, right, what I'm saying is it would be so cool that, say, for instance, you go you, – and, and, you know, Netflix is fine, but there are some movies I want to have for me. You know, I, we we, net, we use Netflix, and we're starting to use the Apple uh, I, uh rental, movie rental. But the thing is, is, you know, there are some movies I want to own. I want to be able to watch them as many times as I want to. It's so cool that in the, uh, hopefully in the near future I can go buy a DVD from Walmart or from wherever, bring it home, Use the DVD in my player, whether it's HD or Blu-ray or whatever. But then if I'm on the road, I can take this file, this disc, plug it in my computer, copy the file off, you know, go through proper, you know, you know, regist- you know, keys to registration or whatever that, you know, that they're doing some type of, uh, you know, copyright protection. But then take that file of that movie and put it on my iPhone, put it on my Zoom, put it on my Computer, but even at even at that though, you can on o- you're only so limited by really the number
1: cool. of you, you you're going to be limited by the number of devices because you've got to put an activation code in there and, and marry it to your iTunes account.
0: Well, I'm okay with that.
1: But then you can't play it on your Xbox.
0: Well, I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, uh, well, I said Xbox. I mean, yeah, it has to be something that's compatible with. Like, I think the Family Guy thing is only for iTunes right now. I may be wrong. But I think eventually they're going to have some type of facility where, you know, you're going to have something. Well, I don't, know. I don't know. Depends on if we ever decide on a DRM-type standard. You know, I know Apple has, was it Fair Play? I thought Microsoft I forget has what Microsoft does what their DRM is. Um, I know, I think... Um, I think I'm pretty sure well, that that uh, iTunes as well. But anyway, but anyway, I tell you, I, I do like having the fact that the, you know the mm-hmm. being able to take a, a DVD I buy in the store and then put it on my iPhone. Whether if, whether if it's the you know Xbox or not, if it's that cross compatibility yeah, I'm, there, I'm digging around you know, in the Zoom DVD Marketplace. That's a step in the right direction.
1: I can't do any kind of video. I don't. I don't. I, I go. I go Zoom Marketplace. Oh, really? so let's go to.
0: You can get you can get
1: you can I can get, get video podcasts, but I can buy no episodes get video of video
0: podcasts.
1: I know I would I would have on the
0: Xbox I can. You can download movies.
1: I know. I would have assumed that's, that's that there would have Xbox. been some crossover within Microsoft to say that if I can go buy, you know, uh the office on my Xbox, why can't I go into my Zoom? This is very interesting, quite perplexing. I would not have thought. I would have thought that I clicked on Marketplace, there was a video section, and I would have been yeah. able to go out there and buy any video that probably was also licensed to be played on Xbox.
0: See, all you need to get is get an Apple I love TV my Zoom. too, and there you go. Oh, I, you know, I played with you, I played yeah. with your, your Zoom, and it's pretty cool, it actually is pretty cool. I mean, you know, I, I, I do, you know. I, dude, the thing is, I can't. I live without my iPhone. Okay, so for me, that device is just. I mean, because, you know, I, I was very dependent on my my iPod for music and content, and the thing I really got turned on to the i iP- that I used the iPod for like the last couple of years was podcasts. So video podcasts, audio podcasts, and so on. But before the iPhone, I had my work cell i had my oh no I, agree. Cell, I i like the idea iPod. of a single device you know i i can i can i can't, i carried a lot around my laptop more now with my iPhone, when we go out you know i don't have to carry my, my this is my home phone but i don't have to worry about gee i want to listen to a song now it doesn't have the capacity yet but I mean, hey, mean, you know, it's for podcasting. It's oh great. the question you asked me last week um, about how uh And it's all in on one device.
1: When I tell you about the one of the things I liked about the Zoom is when I zoom podcast it disappears off the Zoom. It, it, the 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 option I've checked those settings. Yeah. It's uh, the option is to keep unlistened to and partially listened to on there. So I listen to half of it and get out of my car and go to work and then get I back into it and you know, and then come watch it and listen to it the next day after I've cradled it. If it's only been partially listened to, it keeps it too.
0: Well, there you go. That's just a setting. Uh, so, I um, got a little FM transmitter. Yeah,
1: it's okay. None of those work very well.
0: Do you really? Okay. None of those yeah. work as good as if it was plugged into hardwire. Like I, I looked, at, and I guess you know. It, it, but the thing is, that, the thing is, I will say, none of them work really good, but they work good enough just to kind of keep you from buying something really expensive. Like, I was looking at buying a new um, – this was for my for my Jeep. I looked at buying a um, a new radio system, and, I mean, they're cool. I mean, the one I was looking at was um, – I think it was around 800 bucks for just the radio. I mean, well, it, well, I don't know if it was actually with speakers, too. I didn't include speakers. So it was a radio and all the little stuff that you would need to connect it to your um, – I think it actually had GPS. I think you can get ones for, like, five now. But anyway, what it did is it took – you you plugged in your iPhone or your iPod, and it was a hard, direct connection, and then you could put the iPhone down on the seat somewhere, and then everything that you would do, you would, you would use from um, a little remote, or you could hit the um, – if you had a steering wheel that was compatible that had, you know, for radio oh, control, you can control the iPhone
1: with uh, – wife's car has, uh, has an AUX input it's on it's in the radio, issues, but. which is nice because then it's hardwired. It's hardwired. You still you, – I find myself well, wanting that next feature to being able to go to the next song or doing whatever from the radio or from the steering wheel.
0: Well, it's hardwired and, but it's only in a very, it's, it's only in a oh, catalog yeah. sense. It doesn't charge. Okay. And it only, all it's doing is sh- now for the most part, for the most part, will that work? Yeah. I think that for most people that is going to be fine because they're not going to listen to the music, you know, on a long trip. You know, I think you'll have it direct connected, and then have like a bad car charger. Um, I like my FM transmitter. I have a DLO, which is I think one of the best FM transmitters there on the market, and it um, it charges and does FM transmitter from one cable. But um, after seeing what Microsoft came out with mm-hmm. with the uh, Sync, tell you that's cool. The Sync. We we look at the Sync. Um, the Sync on the the Sync. On a Ford car, or I should say SUV, and um, oh, I was very pleased. Of how All right,
1: I, I got one more thing.
0: So,
1: solid I, state hard drives.
0: What you got?
1: We've been talking about those, and I know uh, Yeah. uh I think the new Macs have them, or you can order them with them. Right.
0: Well, yeah. HP is releasing I don't know a line of, of business desktops yet.
1: that have solid state hard drives. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, I'm trying okay. to, I'm with you. I'm trying to figure out, is it really worth it? Why do, why do you care? Cause, cause here's the deal. The, the, the desktops are, well, normal business desktop is five to $600. The same business desktop with the SSD is $1200. So why?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think that the technology is still it's still new, it's still it's very new, and you're paying you're paying basically a, you're paying basically a thousand. It's kind of, I've looked at it, rule of thumb, you pay a thousand dollars to have less in most cases less capacity. So let's let's look at uh, MacBook Air for a second, which has a 64 gig uh, SSD hard disk. The baseline without SSD, which, which you're getting an 80 gig. Um, I think it's a 5400 RPM drive, which is is slow, but for laptops that's kind of par for the course. I don't think there's many, maybe 72 is oh, par yeah. for the course for laptops these days. But I remember back in the old days, 5400 RPM. So you've got an 80 gig hard drive, and a laptop costs, I think, uh, $1600. Okay, and you get 80 gig capacity. The same laptop, and you're not changing a damn thing. You're going from $1600. So taking out an 80-gig hard drive and put a 64-gig hard drive in, and you're increasing the cost almost a th- over a $1,000. So you're paying a premium for that, that speed. Now, the other thing people are saying is, okay, it is faster. Two things that you have when you buy an SSD or or, or solid state hard drive is number one speed. They are faster. Boot up time is now. Boot up time is not instant on yeah. like a an appliance where you hit a button and boom, there's your Windows login screen because these files still have to be processed by the CPU and in RAM. So it's not like, and this is what someone I, I helped someone realize this this week is, it's not like you open the lid and turn it on and there it is. You know, Windows or Mac or whatever, OS 10 or whatever still has to take the files off the disk, process them in the memory, and then in then output. You know, so there is some processing that's going to take there. Now, are they faster? Yes, absolutely. I think they're very much faster. I've not had my eyes on one, but people have said that when you do open the lid, you can count to like, you know, 10 and the OS is booted. Well, 5 or 10 and the OS is ready for you to use. So that's that's closer. That's close to where you want to be. The other uh thing is, is there's less heat and less power consumption on these in um, most cases. Yeah, drives in most cases. In most cases, now there are some people. There's some research that's been done that says actually, when you start doing a lot of rights to these, 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 these uh, solid-state devices, that you're actually generating or pulling more battery, you know, at, at, at a given time. Now I think over time, that's keeping that that. Uh, Spindle torqued up and spinning does take battery life but they're like you know yeah hey, you I mean I think ultimately we'll agree that that, that
1: solid pedals. state the, is inherently going to be better in the long run once they get all these little quirks worked out because of the non moving no moving parts because what fails moving parts I mean, how many, how many CPUs have you used? Oh, have you, have you,
0: the other thing that I was,
1: how many CPUs have you ever had in all of the computers you've ever worked with? How many processors have failed? Very few. How many hard drives?
0: Oh, very few. Yeah. Very few. If I, not, if, I mean, I can count the number none. of oh, processors that level. have you ever even okay. hiccuped. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Solid state device drives are the future. There's something that somebody else was talking about, and I think you may have heard the same yeah. thing, is, is they still don't know what the, uh, lifespan, or what the, what the life is of these. Because, and they're saying, you know, maybe not as long as, a, you know, a standard spindle drive. But, then again, you know, as, as, uh, what was that guy who said it? From Blade Runner? What was that, the quote? Uh, he who, the light that burns <laughs> twice is bright. <laughs> I forget how it went. You know, the 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 the, the light that br- burns twice twice as bright. Oh shit! I forgot how I went. You know, I've been drinking. You know, no, you I, have I, not. I say, I have been drinking a little bit of a Bita beer this evening.
1: I like Amber. Amber's my favorite. I, I've been
0: drinking the Bita beer Amber.
1: Yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of a Bita Amber.
0: Pure spring water. Yeah, I, I've had these in the refrigerator yeah. for about a week and a half, two weeks. And they've gotten to where it's it's cold, cold, cold. And what I did was about maybe twenty minutes before I opened it up, I stuck it in the freezer because I do like my beer ice cold. And um, yeah. the amber beer, man, it's just it's very. I like crunchy. Turbo Dog too, though. There's you no know, hardly any aftertaste. It's a good yeah. beer.
1: And the, you know, the if you for light beers, Turbo the Abita Light good. is um, very good.
0: A I've never had a Beetle Light. I have had a be like because I went to the beer Brewery once. And they basically you, you they put out a tray for you of all the different beers you can sample. Now, one thing I almost bought this evening, because I was out at, uh, my wife and I and our family went to uh, Whole Foods to have dinner tonight. I uh, almost bought me a uh, Hobgoblin Ale. Which is from uh, it's it's dark beer, but I like the. Beer. All
1: right, here it is. But the light that shines twice like as bright ones, only shines half as long. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I, I could not get that out. But that's that's the exact quote. And you and you, my friend, have burned quite bright. That was uh the replicant. I need to watch that movie again. Played by, um, Oh, that's a great, I have it on DVD. I'd like, I, play I, play I mean, I, I hadn't seen card it in years. I, I love it. Cut. I
1: mean, it was a great movie. You know, it's one of the most, most, oh, uh, great, it's re-released awesome DVDs. It's very good. Like, they have like four different, there's like the regular, and then there's like the director's cut. There's like, a, the, the reason I know about this is they were talking about this on some podcast I was listening to. There's like an ultimate edition now. There, You know, there's like, there, They've reworked it and digitally remastered it like three times. Uh People just keep wanting to see more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um. Have I? I don't know. I guess I should have asked about this before, but um. Today EMC made an announcement, or yesterday EMC made an announcement, where they're um. Selling their backup software in the most enterprise. An,
1: it's not as cheap anymore, is it? Well, it's what? still cheap, but it's not as cheap. I think it's oh, gone so up it's a little
0: bit. Well, it's still cheap, hell, it's, it's, I think it's gone up some, but they, they they say they're running it on something called the EMC Fortress hardware, and I haven't quite looked at seeing what is that. Is it a, is it actually a proprietary piece of Powered a disk array features. or what? But...
1: What the hell is that?
0: Anyway. Yeah, just check it out. It's go to EMC what dot is EMC com for Ooh, what was that? bottom middle right. Uh oh.
1: Something some, something on my desktop just went doo doo. Um I'm still, I am still recording. Well, it, it We've been recording well for sixty two minutes it. though. You, uh I have it well, recording for an hour and three just minutes. Just a little bit over sixty two minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I guess it would be right uh, yeah. Alright yeah, We right need, on we need to get out of here Sorry about. Um, Oh I will say this I'm beginning I'm beginning to really like, like WordPress it? I like one of those templates the, you uh, showed me the other Google day Oh, I've got, there's, uh, let me tell you this, WordPress versus Drupal, there is a ton, an absolute ton more templates than there are for Drupal. And it seems like there are more free ones out there oh, that yeah. are very good than there are the ones that are, look like crap. So I'm really, I actually, I put wsellers.com on, um on uh, Drupal, and I'm still playing around with different templates off on the side, and I really think I'm going to adopt this as my um, as my uh, as my as my website. I still like Drupal. Drupal does a lot. Now I know Drupal. I know how Drupal works, and I can do a lot in Drupal. But uh, WordPress has kind of got me kind of
1: interested. Anyway, me too, me too, me too, me too. That's all I have for tonight. So where, do we, where do we? What's wrong? Uh oh. Oh, You did that a minute ago yeah, too It's probably me Probably me Probably me The Zoom software While we're podcasting uh, it, Well I opened up my Zoom And the software And it said Hey there's an update You want to install it I said yeah So For the last 10 minutes I've been installing Zoom oh, software
0: come on man You're podcasting
1: Done It's done babe.
0: See I wouldn't do that While you're While you're While
1: you're While you're While you're While you're That's me doing it right. That's enough of that. Alright. See, I can't fade out. You.
0: The
1: music's a little it. loud. I can't turn it down. I I
0: can't turn it down. You see, that's why we need to have, um I can't turn it down. We'll just, we'll just say
1: bye bye, Billy. Ed. I know, man. We gotta listen to music. <laughs> I
0: can't hear anything. What'd you say? I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> what are you deaf? Yes, I am deaf.
1: All, All right, right. Well, let's,
0: I'm, let's I'm, just uh, say I do, and um, you gotta send me this I'll file, play. and we'll just.
1: Yeah, talk. I'm gonna play some music for a minute here, so for your listening pleasure. What are you gonna do? Here it is. I'm playing some. I'm playing our. I gotta have our exit song. All right. Later. Later. What? That's better. Well, the volume wasn't working earlier. That's terrible. Yeah, that's actually what? perfect. You like that? Well, now it's working. What about there?
0: Quit messing with the volume. Is it too loud? We got to do Justin TV a little lower.
1: I can't go much no, lower. too loud.
0: <laughs> yeah, perfect. We got to do Justin TV again. I can't hear it now. <laughs> Hello, can you go? We have to do Justin TV again. I agree. We have to do Justin TV again, because uh, I was playing with uh, Justin TV over the weekend, and Justin TV is just a blast all
1: right you're yelling all right i'm signing out what bye i'm not yelling <laughs> all right
0: you're yelling <laughs> wait